Hey, Kingdom family, it's your gracious founder and host, Ebony Vaughn of the Triple G Living God Goals and Grind podcast. This is our fifth episode, guys, and I am so excited to be here. We are continuing in our Wisdom and Purpose series, and it's going to be good. Today, we're going to talk about making decisions. Do you have difficulty making decisions? Do you get stuck? Well, let's talk about it. As always, we will see what the word of God has to say to us about decision making. I have found that making decisions can be very difficult, especially when fear, doubt, and lack of clarity is there. We often struggle with the paralyzing thought of, will I make the right decision? Is God going to be pleased? Will, what will others think? How will my life look? These are very important decisions and questions, but at times can cause us to get stuck. And as I said before, paralyzed. As spirit-filled believers, we must get to the point where our relationship and communion with God is so consistent and strong that we learn to detect his voice, his direction, and his prompting. This is something that will be perfected over a lifetime, and no one has the perfect science to it. But it is important that we be intentional about seeking the Lord in all things. I do not think that there is one decision that is too much or too little to consult God for. The more we consult God in his presence through his word and with sound counsel, we get more comfortable in making decisions and clear on what God's desires of us. I want you to think about this. In a relationship with your boo, you know your boo, the more you get to know them, you learn what they like. You learn what they desire and what to expect from them. Their actions and responses becomes more predictable. You start to finish their sentences and anticipate their desires and their thoughts. Well, guess what, guys? It's the same way with our heavenly father. The more we get to know him, we start to anticipate his desire. We start wanting what he wants. We start to look like him. We start to sound like him as we get closer to him. Can you see it? I know you can. The Bible says in Psalms 37 and four, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires and petitions of your heart. As we draw closer to God, our heart becomes curved towards his and our appetite shifts from pleasing ourselves to a desire to please him. As this happens, our thoughts and decisions become more to reflecting him than our desires and motives. This is truly the desire of our father. 
to be his reflection, demonstrating his essence, nature, and his love. The closer we draw to him and the more of a reflection we become of him, this gives us more courage and confidence when it comes to making decisions. Why? Because our confidence and our courage will be rooted in the word, the instruction, and the direction of our Heavenly Father. I want to look at some steps that we can consider when making decisions. Now, these are not just steps to reflect upon. By no means are these steps that you are to follow consecutively or this is not to a T. But as you hear these, I want you to really embrace them. And I want you to begin to reflect upon how do I make decisions? Now, in all things, I say our faith needs to be activated. So the first thing, the first thing I want to talk about is praying. In all things, we ought to pray. That's what the word of God says. The word of God says that we are to be anxious for nothing, but in everything through prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, we must make our requests made known unto our father and the peace of God that passes all understanding will give us rest. Activate your faith, family. The second thing is check your hearts and your motives. Again, this is not consecutively, but I want you to think about these steps. Check your heart and motive. Proverbs 16 and 2 says, all the ways of a man are clean and innocent in his own eyes, and he may see nothing wrong with his actions, but the Lord weighs and examines the motives and intents of the heart and knows the truth. It is important for us to sift through our heart's desires and motives. The second thing is we want to identify truth from deception. You know, oftentimes in our decision-making, our thoughts are skewed. They are based upon our past experiences and knowledge that we have of a thing. But it's important for us to get gain clarity and truth so that when we move, we are operating on information that is factual and truth and not based on our desires and rooted in deception. In James 1, 14 and 15, it says, but each one is tempted when he is dragged away, enticed and baited by his own desire. Then when the illicit desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And when sin has run its course, it gets gives birth to death. Now, making decisions is not always about sin. But the key to this is we run the risk of being dragged away by our desires when we are not rooted in truth and in the word of God. It is so important for us to get out of our desires when we're making decisions and get to the place where we are being properly informed and that we have wise counsel and instruction in our hearing. 
in the second part of that scripture, when it talks about it gives birth to death, I always say death is not always a natural thing, but it can be a spiritual thing. Death can mean aborting something that was intended for that season and that time. And so it's important for us to be clear and to operate in truth and in the word of instruction as we ponder our decisions. In James 6 and 6, it says, not in the way of eye service, working only when someone is watching to please men, but as slaves of Christ doing the will of God from your heart. Why did I put this under sift through deception and truth? Because oftentimes we make decisions based upon what other people think. We make decisions based upon what other people want as opposed to what the will of God is for our lives. And so it's so important for us to sift through the truth and the deception that oftentimes lies in our desires and in our frailties. The next thing is to seek God's counsel. Again, you want to activate your faith. In Proverbs 10 and 17, it says, he who learns from instruction and correction is on the right path of life. And for others, his example is a path toward wisdom and blessings, my God. But he who ignores and refuses correction goes off course. And for others, his example is a path towards sin and ruin. It is so important for us to seek the counsel of the Lord. The next one is to seek the counsel of from others. Now, these are your mentors, those godly examples, those per people who have walked the path before you. But let me say this. Don't get stuck in seeking out too many people's opinion about what God is telling you to do or about what you want to do, because sometimes we can get stuck in people's opinions. So you want to seek wise counsel, counsel that is godly, and you want to activate your faith in all of these things. You keep hearing me say that we have to activate our faith kingdom family. In Proverbs 11 and 4, it says, where there is no wise, intelligent guidance, the people fall and go off course like a ship without a helm. But in the abundance of wise and godly counselors, there is victory. I declare victory, kingdom family. The next thing you want to do is you want to gather information, but don't get too stuck. Because some of us, we are loaded on information, but we are stuck in our movement. And so gathering information has to do with exploring. It has to do with, with understanding the implications of your decisions and weighing the consequences and the long-term results. Okay, this is what we want to do as we make decisions, but we don't want to get so stuck in information that we become paralyzed and we refuse to move. The Bible says in Proverbs 19 and 2, also, it is not good for a person to be without knowledge and he who harries with his feet 
acts impulsively and proceeds without caution or analyzing the consequences, sins. He misses the mark. My God, this is Proverbs 19 and 2. So we want to gather information. We want to become informed. We don't want to be impulsive in our decision making. And we want to proceed with caution, analyzing our consequences. But guess what? Even in doing these things, there are times where we miss the mark. But guess what? We learn from those things. We gain wisdom and instruction through our mistakes at times. Again, we are activating our faith. Next, you want to come up with a plan. Activate your faith. You want to come up with a plan. Should I pursue or not? And this is where we will continue to seek the Lord. But here's the thing that I want to say. When you are at that place where you are attempting to come up with a plan, this is not the time for all of the opinion of man. This is the time to cultivate your plan and activate it. It is important for you to come up with a plan and activate it. Don't come up with a plan and then sit on it and procrastinate. Activate your faith. And then lastly, I want you to stand flat-footed on your decision. And I want you to evict doubt and double-mindedness. Activate your faith. James 1, 6 and 8 says that, but he must ask for wisdom and faith without doubting God's willingness to help. For the one who doubts is like a billowing surge of sea that is blown about and tossed by the wind. For such a person ought not to think or expect that he will receive anything at all from from the Lord. Being a double-minded man is unstable and restless in all his ways, in everything that he thinks, in everything that he feels or decides. Listen, kingdom family, it is so important for us to seek the Lord. It is so important for us to stand flat-footed and have faith in believing what we will do. Here's the thing. Sometimes making no decision can be the most deadliest thing you could do. Now, I do understand that there are some times when you are in doubt that you want to wait, but I don't believe that that's always the case. And there are some of us right now who are contemplating a thing when God has already given you the instruction and the plan. The wisdom of the father says to move. Guys, you know it. I said it. My kingdom family, you know, that's my word. It's move. It's time for us to move. We have the wisdom and purpose as we seek and consult our Lord. And so it is time for us to activate our faith and get to doing the things that God has called us to do. Listen, family, I'm excited. I'm excited about what God is doing in my life. And I am excited about what he is doing in your life. As always, be blessed, kingdom family. Rise and shine.